Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You've spent an hour driving to the airport, an hour getting through security, and an hour just waiting to board at the gate. But now you're finally on the plane. <laughs> the worst is over. Or is it? Because you've just flipped through a sky mall when something goes terribly wrong. The plane takes a nosedive, oxygen masks drop from the ceiling. You look out the window and see the ground getting closer and closer and closer. This could be it. Flight attendants shout at you to brace for impact, but don't panic. We're gonna get you back on solid ground and out of that plane in one piece. Just keep listening. Hello and welcome to Survivor Die Trying, the podcast where we'll learn to survive anything and everything life can throw at you. I'm Cameron Esposito, comedian, actor, writer, and survival expert. With the help of some amazing guests, I'll guide you through some of life's stickiest situations, from hurricanes to bad breakups, no topic is off the table, and we'll bring you tips and tricks every week with a new episode out each Wednesday. But before we start, I do need to say that this show is for entertainment purposes only. Experts say we are not experts. Today we're talking about plane crashes. Honestly, one of my biggest fears. And uh, I'm going to welcome, as always, producer Chelsea. Thoughts, Chelsea, pro-con. Pro-plane crash? (laughs) If you survive, you can write a book about it. Oh, that's Uh, great. And that book will be turned into a show. For sure. For sure. Movies. It's it's happened. It's happened. Con in a plane crash, if you die, no book. I don't think. You can't write a book if you're dead. Then there's the one of you survive, but you have to eat your friends. And that's... Yeah. I don't... We'll come back to that. That is particularly beautiful. No, not beautiful. Brutal. What is it beautiful? (laughs) Touching. Touching. Speaking of friends uh, that I would love to eat um, in a plane crash scenario, it's uh, my friend Addie on the show. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, hi, everybody. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Cameron. Hi. Um, Everyone hi. I got You can eat. These cheeks were made for eating. This will be good. I know for certain. <laughs> I was thinking of like that you're like quite, you know, muscular. You're like a big jock. Yeah. I'd be, I'm quite muscular. I'd be probably really good. Well, I'm not as lean as maybe I'm, I would like to be by the end of the summer. But because of oh, that, come on, I'm Addie, in prime. Come on. You look amazing. I Thank you so much. But that is because I think I am in prime cannibal. I, I'm prime to eat right now because I'm strong enough and healthy enough where it's going to be good meat. But I also have like enough soft padding like on cheek, on butt, on thigh. Like I don't want soft padding. Honestly, I'm like a 98% lean hamburger guy. Uh, Addie, stop trying yeah. to convince me to eat you with <laughs> things that will never work. Okay, but we will talk about how... To survive a plane crash, we'll hear uh, some different ways you can die in a plane crash, how to prepare for the worst, and why if you survive a plane crash, you need to get the hell off that plane stat. Plus, as always, we'll have a game of Thrive Survivor Take a Dive, where we'll ask how celebrities would fare if they were going down. All that and more coming right up. We'll be back after this. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So let me just start by asking you, Addie, afraid of flying or no? I am not afraid of flying. However, anytime that I get onto a plane, a train, a bus, I am clocking every single person and being like, who would I ally with if it goes down? Every single time. Oh my and that God. is because of the TV show Lost, <laughs> and that is because of my favorite episode of Grey's Anatomy, or episodes of Grey's Anatomy with yeah, the plane yeah, yeah. crash. Absolutely. All of my favorite episodes of drama television is when there is a big disaster of a plane or a bus. Or fairy. Grey's Anatomy. Or fairy. Or fairy. Very, yes. like, famously. Oh. Famously. Big fairy accident. Oh, huge fairy (laughs) accident. I mean, incredible. I mean, I would watch Grey's Anatomy for like, what is going to be the end this time? Like, what big piece of transportation am I going to be a little more scared to be on this time? This is what's so funny. We all have little moments of narcissism, or at least I think we do. Absolutely. And I would like to reveal one of mine to you. Please. Because when you said whenever I get on a plane, train, bus, whatever, I clock other people— what I thought you were going to say is what I do. And this is not flattering, uh-huh. what I'm about to say. Right. But I will, especially like because I worked in Vancouver for a while, and there are there are a lot of shows and movies that shoot in Vancouver. And the production is flying you, so you're flying first class with the other people right. who are also flying up to work. So when I would get on a plane, I would look at who else was in the first class cabin to see if there was a plane crash, would I get the headline? Oh my God, that's so funny. (laughs) It's so horrible. I can't believe I just admitted that to you, but it is true. I -hmm. think about that. It's understandable. It's it's so funny. I don't think about that. I think about, this is what I do in a subway car, which is also horrible, is I think about if we all got trapped together, would I get the dominant male, you know? Like who, where am I ranking? What are you talking about? I'm so, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like I'm where so in gay. the hierarchy? What do you mean? Yeah, like where in the hierarchy, if we were all like stuck in a survival situation together, where am I ranking in comparison to the other women in terms of like resources Chelsea, from the dominant male? This is incredible. This, we this have, is the thing. To, have to get away from this. This way. You're the Mindset. dominant male, Chelsea. I don't think so. If the Barbie movie taught us anything, it is that you, Chelsea, are the dominant male. I don't think I could be. I do not believe in progress when we revert to our cavemen selves as much as as much as I think I would love to. Oh, I think my I, I, God, and, and not like I don't believe like you. I'm not for it. I just am like realistically, I'm like when this gets into a into a crazy survival aspect, uh-huh. I know that people are going to be going to the roles that like that they were taught in the worst version of themselves. That's exactly but, it. Did you forget what men are like though? Cause you could this in a hunger game situation, you could be paired with PETA. I also want to add That's one true. thing, which is that as much as I'm completely disgusted by what you are both saying, if I'm <laughs> getting on a plane, whether or not that plane is going to crash and a gentleman asks to put my bag up, 
I say yes. <laughs> well, yes. Because I do because I do want because I do want him to do that. And also when you let people help you, you are doing something nice for them. People love to help other people. Sure. So you are literally just passing along the good thing. Okay, we gotta get back. And we've got <laughs> to talk for a moment about instances of plane crashes in pop culture. The movie Airplane. Final mm-hmm. Destination, Miracle on the Hudson, that's based on a real thing. Chelsea, this is your last example, but I think it's an extremely important example. Snakes on a plane. <sighs> now, you are both much younger than me. Do you yes. even know what I'm talking about when I say snakes on a plane? Motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. The yeah, motherfucking snakes, snakes on, on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're stuck. You, you must have been a young child when that Yes, film and I didn't watch that released. movie until I was older and I wanted to get the references. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah, because I wanted to know why everyone was saying motherfucking snakes on his motherfucking plane. And also Shirley and also the two little kids who are like, I like my coffee black. Oh, that's airplane. That's airplane. Just kidding. Uh Uh-oh. That's airplane. (laughs) 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 Well, I snakes on a plane. I think that film is extremely important. It has not contributed to my fear of being on a plane. I don't now wonder if there are snakes. Um, Yeah. On the plane? Has well, it not after 2001. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no you, way. You, I, I, you're telling me I can't, I can't bring my regular size shampoo, but snakes are getting on? No way. No way. But hang on a second. Hang on a minute. What about little teeny snakes that are shoved into a little three-ounce bottle? Huh? Easy to kill. Not as much of a threat. Oh, shit, I, Addy. I think you could get a snake through security. Fuck, Somebody out there. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Snake as a belt? Wait, do you have to take your belt off? Not if you have pre-check. Not if you, Not if you have pre-check, you can get a snake through security for yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I could carry a snake in my hands through the metal detector. I don't think What I about the care. dogs? Five we got dogs pre-check. now, though. We got dogs now. Like uh, dogs that would sniff out snakes? I thought they were looking for drugs. And snakes. <laughs> snakes on drugs. Snakes fill the drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They can swallow they anything. They can Exactly. They can. They oh, really yeah. could. Exactly. That would be a great way. That's Why didn't the way. cartels do that? I don't that know. Seems way better. I can't believe that I just came up with them. that and I have no use for it. Uh, okay, so we've talked about Snakes on a Plane. There is also a film that, again, it did not make it on this list, but I'd like to tell you both about it if you don't know. Yes. It is a little movie called Con Air. Are you familiar with this flick? No. No, but I oh love the name. Both of you are saying no. This is so. Allow me to positively impact your lives. Okay, Nicolas Cage and some other people. Uh, John Malkovich. So, like, you know, prison transport. They, like, sure. fly groups of prisoners on prison planes. Plane. And um, in this particular film, there's a bunch of prisoners up there. A bunch. And uh, then... Some of them want to break free and they like kill, you know, various guards. And then it's like good prisoners versus bad prisoners. (gasps) Cool. Like, I don't I don't totally remember all of the details, but it just involves air prison and lots of violence and Nicolas Cage. You know, it is so fun. And I've been thinking a lot about like why people are so interested in like crime and criminals. And I think it's because they're creative. Because this is the thing. There's only one way to follow a rule. There's only one way to walk across (gasps) the street the way that you're supposed to. But there are millions of ways to break a rule. If someone does murder someone, it's like, how did they do it? Because there's so many Eddie, you're a genius. 
I know, right? Because I'm scared of everything, but I look up like serial killer shit. And some of the reason I look up serial killer shit is because I feel it's the details. It's what you're talking about. I'm looking for like how many. Yeah. Which type of basement? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't even say more than this because I'll become so scared that I'll throw up. Yeah. But I think you're right. Addie, I think you made such a good point about criminals, but let's go on to like some actual facts. Um, What could happen during a plane crash? Okay. No. Uh, Great question. First of all, the aircraft comes apart before it even hits the ground. (laughs) No. No. Oh, God. Why did you? Don't know. Also, this is so awful. As the aircraft comes apart, there is explosive decompression where the cabin becomes depressurized. And this collapses your body cavities, including your lungs. Then Chelsea put a smiley face into the <laughs> I did put a smiley face because that's so graphic and not anything I ever considered when I was on a plane. I, when, so. But like in terms of collapsing your body cavities, I like that you focused on lungs, but I have I have a deep curiosity about your anus. Like, how's that doing? But it doesn't, we'll come back to it. If the plane is intact when it does hit the ground, the force from hitting the ground that could also kill you. But if you survive all of this, you can also look forward to um, fire and smoke inhalation. Also, you could look forward to environmental dangers like drowning and hypothermia. But just real quick, um, I don't understand how all these things are true if an inflatable slide is going to help us and save us. <laughs> so how could, the, how could the danger really be that real? Yeah, because there's a slide. It's going to be fun. Exactly. I don't like jump off on a slide. Yeah. <laughs> How could that not be fun? There's no slide that isn't fun under any circumstances. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, actually. Plus, it's so technically a water slide, right? Because you slide off of it into the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Chelsea. They could run a little hose up to the yeah. top. Well, yeah, or just little mini bottles of vodka. And then, there's, and then yeah. it's, you just slide right in. Addie, you look upset. I have a problem with everything that was just said. One, I don't like hearing about it. I don't like knowing it. Three, (laughs) this actually does come back to my genius moment earlier, which is that much like there are many ways to break a law, there's also many ways for a plane to crash. Because there's also water landing, like that Tom Hanks movie with all the the birds. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. I think technically the water, when you're falling from that height, usually except... In the case of Sully, I think it usually feels like the ground. Yeah, it functions as the ground. Dang well, it. yeah. Terminal I mean, velocity. <laughs> terminal vo- yeah, physics isn't on our side here. I mean, you ever you ever jump off a diving board and you accidentally go flat instead of like pencil, you're going to feel it all over your well, body. So that's, <laughs> I'm assuming as we talk about in the next section how to actually survive, I'm assuming the answer is go pencil, right? Go pencil. Yeah, the plane should go pencil. <laughs> they should pull up on the <laughs> nose of the plane. Yeah, cut the wings off. Just slide right cut in. Cut the wings <laughs> off and slide right in. Absolutely. Okay, so... Just real quick, something that Chelsea also wanted to point out is that perhaps it doesn't matter in these circumstances whether your bag is totally under the seat in front of you or not. I think they just like that because they want the plane to look clean. And I resent it every time. I try to hide it with like a coat. You know what? I want the plane to look clean too. If that's why, I'm... 
I want that. Tidier. I think it's probably, honestly, it's an easy way that other people's things aren't getting on other people and you can avoid like, beep, 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 um, sir, just like your bag is kind of encroaching on the madam's foot next to you and she mm-hmm. doesn't like that. Well, it's my bag. Oh, it's my, 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 my. I'm going to be on, if someone's going to start filming me and this is going to go viral on TikTok because I'm unvaccinated and my bag's next to everybody's other stuff. That's so smart. I think that's what it is. You probably are right. Yeah. I recently have heard a couple times on planes the flight attendants making announcements about, like, if you are going to listen to something on your phone, yeah, you have to have ear somethings. You have to have love it. headphones of some kind. And that made me so happy because truly what a punishment it is to be seated near people who are doing stuff on their phone yeah. or like an iPad or some shit like that. I guess I can make an exception for a child. I guess. Oh, see, I didn't. <laughs> I just had a kid behind me on a flight, and I didn't make an exception for a child. I did ask the parents to stop. Chelsea, I'm so proud of you. I was like, excuse me, could you get them some headphones? Because all of us can hear the game, and it's really distracting. Were you nice or rude? Uh, somewhere in between, <laughs> I think. <laughs> somewhere in the middle. What's the middle of those two things? I don't know. Biting? Depending on the mood that I am in, because because like obviously my highest mind, my best self is being like, hey, everyone's trying their best. I don't know what it's like to be a parent with kids. Listen, at one point I had two dogs and I did that to myself and my life became harder and I became a more inconvenient person to be nearby with two dogs. And I think if you have kids, you got to take responsibility for what your kid is being like on a plane. Now, do I have kids? Absolutely not. So if you're a parent listening to this and you're like, shut the fuck up, I totally understand. But here's what I like about what I've just heard. Chelsea was one approach. She said, can you please put headphones in? And I like that, Addie, you kind of just presented a different approach wherein you gave a compelling speech. Um, And I think either of those would work. (laughs) Like, I can imagine you in the aisle of the plane, you're giving a compelling speech and like, That parent might just choose to do the right thing. Okay, I want to get back to some actual survival advice. This is pulled from CNN Travel, so who knows whether or not that's a helpful site. Okay, (laughs) number one, notice exits and make a plan. That's never happened one time. Make a plan. I do that every time. What? Every time I'm on a plane, I look, is the nearest exit in front of me or behind me? Because sometimes the nearest exit may be behind you. And that's what they say like every time. I know they say that, but I say, shh, shh, I'm reading. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And then it also says, listen to the pre-flight safety briefing. Do you do that as well? Yeah, I do. Oh, I thought we were just supposed to not. (laughs) I'm just paranoid. I'm paranoid. If something happened, I would, I would want to know, like I paid attention. I know what to do. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it also says you, you know, keep your seatbelt fastened. We know this check for a life jacket before taking off. Never going to do that. It also says like, get the fuck out of the plane, the slides, use them, jump feet first with your arms over your chest. You have, um, Go pencil. Yeah, pencil. go yeah. Classic pencil, bit of a bit of a pencil um moment. And then here's just an important point here called dress properly. And this says like wear long sleeves so that you can withstand some elements and also like no high heels, things like that. But this is beyond just safety advice. I mean, for safety, yes. But beyond just that, why are people wearing shorts on a plane? And no socks. Vile. Why are they doing that? Vile. It's horrible. But what if that person runs and hot? What if that's their favorite way to travel? I run hot. Shorts? No socks? Tank top? 
this just feels to me like a punishment for oneself. <laughs> I don't want, I don't like self-flagellation. No socks is unforgivable. There's no reason you don't need socks. I agree. No reason. Any, no excuse. It feels like you're on the fence about this. Out yourself. Where do you, well, where do you stand? Well, on my, you know, on my best day, my highest mind, I'm going to say everyone's trying their best, okay? Everyone's <laughs> out here trying their best. They're good. <laughs> you know, and catch me on my worst day, I'm the one barefoot wearing shorts. So, you Come know, on, it's, Annie. It's, <laughs> barefoot? Have you traveled? No. Have you traveled no, in shorts? No. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Actually, no, I don't think I would ever. It's more that I'm the one who has a lot of layers on and I'm taking yeah, yeah, off yeah. the layers. That's me. And everything's in my pockets because, because personal bag. Well, what about if you have 20 pockets on your person? <laughs> Cargo shorts. Something else that I have come to realize recently that cargo shorts is reminding me of, it has recently come to my attention that I'm a business traveler. Because, like, I have traveled for work for years with my little backpack on and my little, like, motorcycle jacket or whatever the fuck I'm wearing. Addie, you dress so cool. And then I'm assuming you you don't travel with, like, a briefcase. Um, No. But look at us in 2023, just business travelers, just business Where's travelers we- with our little cargo shorts. And are we who you think of when you think of a business traveler? No, not at all. Absolutely These not. And guys? I love that. Yeah, me too. I love that. In fact, I just want to take back something I just said and add a justification I hadn't previously thought of. That might be my only exception to the rule of absolutely no shorts and you have to wear socks on a plane, which is if you are doing business traveler fuckage by not wearing appropriate business travel. Remember those like red sort of like Mickey Mouse boots that were like popular 10 yes. minutes ago? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like 3D printed ones? Yeah, like I'm so in favor of like short shorts and that to sit in first class. Like that, if, That's if I different. saw that, I'd be stoked. Well, it's like, how long is your flight? Because, like, the longer the flight, the more I look like I'm in pajamas. People who have, like, really cute airport... I don't have the money to have really cute airport fashion if it's also comfortable. So, I always Right now is, what, is how I feel. In, like, cowboy boots and jeans because those are, like, the biggest things yeah. to pack. That's so funny. And I, if I'm going to do shows... You wear your heavy shoes. I, like, wear my heavy shoes. So, I just want to say, as we leave it here... In a survival situation where a plane has crashed, Addie's just in pajamas. She's just in straight-up pajamas. Freezing to death. I am in... So many layers. Really intense platform cowboy boots. Which of us (laughs) will die first? Because both of these are useless outfits. I think you become leader. I mean, you're absolutely a cult leader. You fly like a cult leader. The the person who's flying wearing cowboy boots, one of the least comfortable pieces of footwear to wear, (laughs) your feet expand (laughs) on the plane. And you're going to be in a hard-heeled, hard-soled shoe with with leather, animal hide, skin. Yeah, you're living. You're you're first off that plane. You're first on the slide. Yeah, I am first off that slide, but I'm going to pop it with the heel of my boot. And I don't mean to, but it's definitely going to happen. So, so sorry about that. Well, Addie, you are an utter delight. Addie, folks who are obsessed with you, just like me, where could they find you going forward? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Addie Yo Mind, A-D-D-I-E-Y-O-M-I-N-D, <laughs> Addie Yo Mind. People don't know what my last name is. They just think it's 
yo mind, and that is okay. <laughs> it's why rich. Um, and then also, if you are in Los Angeles or traveling to Los Angeles on a plane safely uh, on August third, Thursday, August third, seven thirty at the Elysian, I have a show called The Addy Show featuring you. It is an interactive comedy show. Do not be scared. Just show up. Um, I think Cameron's gonna do a set. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be there. Also, it's gonna be really cool. It's all. It, you're gonna leave having met new people. I can promise you that. Well, thanks, Addy. You're the best. See you there. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks, Addy. Thank you. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Now it's time for What's in Cameron's Backpack. I'll be given a series of scenarios related to a life-threatening event today a plane crash, and then I will have to explain how I'd survive. I've got a backpack full of items, which could help, but it's been packed by producer Chelsea, who is going to make me work for it. So Chelsea, what am I up against and what's in my backpack? All right, so scenario number one, you're on a cross-country flight solving a Sudoku puzzle. You're on the verge of a breakthrough when the plane takes a sudden nosedive. The next thing you know, you wake up in your seat. Alive, you valiantly lead others to the emergency exit door, but when you try to open it, it's jammed. Someone looks out the window and shouts that it's being blocked by a boulder. Mm. And you only have 90 seconds to get out of a plane, by the way, before you suffocate. Right. 90 seconds are on the clock. Uh huh. And in your backpack is a beanie baby, Snapper the green frog, specifically a frog one, <laughs> a winning Powerball ticket, okay, and a microwave popcorn bag, unpopped. So a bag of kernels. Obviously, it's a winning Powerball ticket because they always know where those were sold, right? Like you've seen the headlines a zillion times, like winning Powerball ticket sold in you know Pasadena or whatever. And then I assume that that would ignite like a search. <laughs> do I think that that search is going to take 90 seconds? Yes. Yes, I do. Yep. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, they got to find them fast. Everyone in the world is going to be like, where's the winning Powerball ticket? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 90 seconds is ample. Ample time. Next scenario. Scenario number two. You're on a plane that has just crashed somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. Ooh. You're alive, good news, but the cabin is starting to fill with water. Less good news. So you look under your seat for a life jacket, but there's not a life jacket there. Oh, rats. Here's what you got in your backpack. A bouquet of roses. C-3PO. What? The robot. From no, Star I need Wars. to tell me who's C-3PO. <laughs> You're like, wait, who? <laughs> and confetti cake mix. I don't know if C-3PO can swim. I don't feel like that was covered in the films, but I'm just going to say yes. Like, that's a helpful robot. I feel like that robot can swim. I hop right on, use C-3PO as a boat, 
No problem. Takes you to shore. Mm -hmm. Or to space. Yeah, either one. Plus, it'll have somebody to talk to. Keep going. <laughs> He's a great conversationalist. Yeah. Yep. Scenario number three. You're cruising at 40,000 feet, half watching Trolls 3, when the person <laughs> next to you starts foaming at the mouth. You look around, and many other passengers are visibly also very, very ill. What do they all have in common? They had the fish. And oh no, the captain and the co-captain had the fish too. No one is flying this plane. Oh my God. This is so scary. <laughs> and your backpack is a stop sign. Uh-huh. Cellophane wrap. Okay. And a pair of true religion jeans. Oh, how, how fashionable. Well, obviously I'm going to use the stop sign. Because you know what happens when you hold a stop sign up? Everybody stops. You say, hey, honestly, I know you're foaming at the mouth because you ate the fish, but can I just ask you a real quick question? Can you stop? And they will. It's the law. Okay, so they st you just hold stop in the cockpit and they land the plane. Absolutely. <laughs> Boy, I did great during that portion of the show. But up next, it's time for Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. Today, I'll decide how certain celebrities would manage if they were in a plane crash. See you in a second. All right. It's time for Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. Producer Chelsea will give me three celebrities in an ultimate survival scenario. I got to explain who will thrive, who will survive, who will take a dive. They've all been picked from randomcelebritygenerator.com. Chelsea, who are my celebrities? All right. This week's celebrities are Vanna White. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Oh, and Will Arnett. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I don't want any of them to die. This, yeah, this is one of the first ones where I, like, really like all of these people. Like, I, like, love Vanna. Um, okay. Yeah. Shit. Who's going to thrive in a plane crash? I think it might be Eddie Murphy because of his um, voicing Donkey in Shrek. Mm -hmm. And as you know, Donkey <laughs> paired um, in a lifelong relationship with the dragon. And so I feel like the dragon might swoop in and save Eddie. Therefore, Eddie's going to thrive. No problem. Who do I think is going to survive? Look, if there's anything that I know about Vanna White, it's that she can take you seriously, even if you're an idiot. You know, like she really keeps this sort of like stone face, but positive and encouraging expression, no matter if you have guessed the dumbest thing anybody's ever said out of their mouth. So I actually think she's going to survive because I feel like she's going to be a uniter, not a divider. Now, Will Arnett, hilarious. I just can't see how his particular skill of being extremely, extremely funny is going to save him in this particular case. Wow. Sorry, Will. If I could throw a wrench in that, though, he does have an amazing voice. Shit. You're right. Sorry. No, you're right. Like, if he came over the PA with instructions, like, we would do that. Who do you think is going to take a dive? Oh, God, I wasn't prepared to be held accountable for throwing a wrench in it. Um, I think you're right. I think it's still Will Arnett. He can give everybody instructions all he wants. There's still The plane's still crashing, you know? He'll just sound really good. Yeah. His last words will sound really good. The oof. Oof. Okay, well, rough. <laughs> Very dark. 
Okay, to wrap the episode, what have we learned? Well, first of all, wow. I don't even know if it was clear to me whether Addie and Chelsea know who Nicolas Cage is. They didn't respond at all when I brought him up. However, Addie does have an absolutely correct take on crime. And to Lucas Films, but specifically the Disney Corporation, could you let us know if C-3PO can swim? Now, final question. Would I survive a plane crash or die trying? I don't know. Why would you ask me that? We will be back every Wednesday with another episode of Survivor Die Trying. Survivor Die Trying is produced by Sony Music Entertainment. Our executive producers are Sarita Wesley and Cameron Esposito. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana. And our producer for this episode is Chelsea Jacobson. Engineering is done by Sam Bear. And our production manager is Tamika Valence-Kalancy. 